welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about the problem with too many choices and how to deal with that. doing? I'm pretty good too. I'm happy because it's supposed to cool off here tomorrow. It's in the night. It's been in the 90s for uh, ever Ugh. and it's October. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Um, so I'll stop complaining but tomorrow it's supposed to cool off and that will be nice. Oh good. Yeah. That's great because it just seems wrong to have those kind of temperatures when it's really supposed to be fall. Yeah when it's hot and it's getting dark at six. There's just, it, yeah. it's just not okay. <laughs> oh. That's funny. That does seem quite odd. Yeah. I have to, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was about to go on a long <laughs> rant, but I'm going to stop myself. Anyway, tomorrow okay. will be cooler. Yes. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. So today we are talking about the problem with having too many choices. Oh yeah. That's a problem. It, it is, is for surprisingly. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I think the key to, literally, I've discovered in my old age that the key to my happiness is having few choices. I just, I just don't want to be presented with choices. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so, um, it's so interesting because I think I spent so much of my life, and I think sort of culturally we're indoctrinated to want more choice. Mm-hmm. Right. We're entitled to and, it. Yeah, we want more options. Yeah. Don't limit me. And then there comes a point in your life when you realize that limitations are actually nice. Yeah, they make things move, uh, move along more smoothly. Or at least they do me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what, in what ways or in what areas of your life do you try to limit your choices? Oh, let's see. Well, we can start with clothing. We, I know we have an episode on closet curation. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where I talked about my minimalist clothing. And and right now, it's supposed to be fall and winter, and I tried to switch out my wardrobe, but it's hot. <laughs> anyway, um, so soon my clothes will have even, f- I'll have even fewer clothes in my closet. But um, I love keeping just very few clothes so I can just It doesn't take any decision making to get dressed in the morning because I have so few choices and every option is something I like to wear. Oh, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. Or other ways like. um, Oh, before you go on, uh I just want to say, I think that's how we actually came up with this topic was, um, was it episode 59 where we talked about travel? Mm, Oh, right. Mm hmm. And I think that um, you discussing your um, method of packing or, or how you try to bring um, a, a very, very <laughs> small capsule wardrobe. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I was, and I was just thinking about that last night because I'm uh, going to Walla Walla again, and I'm staying in an Airbnb in a room, uh, in an Airbnb that's on the second floor with like a spiral staircase, or maybe not spiral, but it looks like it's a Victorian house and there's this a stairs situation. And I thought uh-huh. I am bringing as light a suitcase as possible, and that's going to make it easy for me to get my suitcase up the stairs, and also easy for me to dress and live in a room yeah yeah so yeah it's it i see my clients confronted i mean what i do with my clients frequently is in helping them declutter i'm asking them to make a lot of choices right Right. and they tend many clients tend to want to keep their options open and um for them it, it it's desirable to have let's say 10 slightly different pairs of black pants you know 10 pairs of black pants none of them identical but right. all sort of the same kind of thing. Um, right. And for me, I, and I try, to, I try to express how life is easier <laughs> if you just have the one pair of black pants. Yeah. And then you don't, then, uh, you don't have to choose which one you're going to wear. Or you don't have to figure out a way to identify in your closet which is the right, right pair for which situation. Or you don't have to wear the same pair but keep the other nine pairs in your closet just in case. Right, <laughs> which is what a lot of people do. It's, yeah. yeah, it's true. Uh huh. Yeah, but but no, I just got to ask though. You have the beautifully organized t- graphic T-shirt drawer that we saw a picture of a couple of episodes yes. ago in the show notes. It was so nice. How do you? That seems like a lot from which to choose. Does that feel like a lot of choices? Um, it is a lot of choices, but interestingly, the. Um, the way I've been trying to cycle through them where I am putting, you know, the when when I wear one and it's clean and I'm putting it back in the drawer, I put it in the back of the drawer mm-hmm. so that um, the, the ones that I haven't worn get pushed the front and I only choose from like the first half of, so those, the two rows on the left are hmm. the short sleeve t-shirts and so I only pick from sort of the first half of each of those rows so I'm not picking from that whole drawer um, and then the long sleeve t-shirts and then and also now as we're moving into colder weather there are some t-shirts that I wear with long sleeve t-shirts under them and there are some that I won't do that with and so I'll be um, clearing out that drawer a little bit more so I only have the shirts in there that I will may actually be wearing for the next season mm-hmm. um, but, but I like that. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're limiting your choices through this methodology of yours, which is yes. brilliant. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, it's good. And it, and it really forces me to make a decision. And uh, like, I either need to wear these shirts or don't wear them. And if there's a shirt that gets pushed up to the front and never gets worn, and I keep leaving it there in the front and never wearing it, I think that's a good clue to it's time to say goodbye to the shirt. Yeah, make it make that make that decision easy and yeah. not agonize over it. Oh, that's right. great. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I was we. Uh, you have a lot more experience with this than I do, but I was just thinking about when um, Barry and I renovated our kitchen three years ago. Oh right. I was thinking, how do we handle all those choices? And I realized for us, we didn't have that many choices because the Venn diagram of things we both liked was. The, the, oh. the intersection was so small. <laughs> we literally only had one backsplash to, from which to choose, and we both love it. 
So it worked oh, out good. great. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but so that, that isn't that hard for us. Or usually if one person feels more strongly, then we just go with that, which is usually Barry. But, uh, but you, you built a house not long ago from scratch. Right. Yes, I can't from even scratch. imagine all the choices that <laughs> well, went along with that. Well, and it's so funny that I did that because um, I've always joked that I could never build my own house because having to make all those decisions would just destroy me. It would be mm-hmm. so agonizing. Um, so I, I happened to build this house when I was um, also planning a wedding and then getting married and going on a honeymoon and then also the house wasn't done and my mom um fell and had to be hospitalized so there was a lot of stuff oh and and we were also um uh in the middle of a big repair project on the front of the house we live in right Um, where we had to have like the whole front of the house torn off and replaced. Um, But so there there was a fair amount of decision making going on. Yeah, I'd say so. And um, so I told the builder, um, the house is, uh, is a rental. And so I said, I want stuff to look nice. Like I want it when people come in, I want them to it to look nice I want it to look sort of classic and and a little bit timeless like I don't want it to be too trendy but I also want it to be bomb proof like I don't Mm -hmm. want the beautiful faucet that breaks easily I want the nice looking faucet that will last forever and you know from people not taking good care of things so I said so with those things in mind I and he knew my budget I want you to give me three choices for everything for everything for everything and he's like seriously and I was like yes and he's like don't you want to go and pick out stuff I said no (laughs) I don't want to I want you to give me three choices and even at the beginning he was still he was a little bit like well you know let's go to the showroom and I said I only want three choices and he's like okay (laughs) (laughs) and so I went to the like for the plumbing I went to the showroom with him and he Mm -hmm. said so um there are these three faucets that I think would work this is the faucet that I use in my places um this faucet I think you know would be great for this reason and this faucet um would also be work and then like give me the price points all of them and then I would pick one nice and in the in the rare case where I didn't like anything that he showed me, it made it possible for me to say what I don't like and what I want instead. Like if I just had to go blank, like, you know, what do I want in a faucet? I don't know. There's a million kinds of faucets. I have no idea. <laughs> right. He narrowed it down so you could identify the things that. Yeah. Like I could say, missing. oh, you know what? I don't want a sprayer. I want a faucet where, you know, the nozzle is the sprayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something like that. So that really worked well for me. And it made it, I still felt like I had a choice. And I felt like um, I was choosing between things that would, you know, any of the choices would have been great. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like, you know, sometimes when you're making a choice, it's like, ooh, I, you know, what if I pick the wrong thing, and it will be horrible. And, life will be over 
<laughs> if I pick the wrong faucet. <laughs> right. Well, and if you were choosing from all faucets, it might feel like you could pick the wrong faucet. I mean, right. I could see how that might feel more likely. But if yeah. an expert presents you with three choices, I mean, yes. that is just great. I mean, I think that uh, it reminds me of the episode we did on asking for help. I mean, I think that harnessing the expertise of your builder or contractor was so smart and yeah. uh, time-saving for you. And he probably loved it too, right? Because I imagine the go- listening to clients go back and forth on things can get a little wearing for him. Yes. And he did. He told me many times, you're my best client ever. And then he would like complain about something that was going on with someone else and he's like they've changed their mind like five times blah, blah, blah. and he's like he's like i wish everyone was like you <laughs> oh isn't that who doesn't want to hear that right did, did you did you find that you once you made the decision that you were just able to move right on and didn't waffle and didn't go back and change your mind or worry about it? yeah i didn't i mean now that the house is built and and people have been living in it and you know we've had some experience with it there are some things that Maybe I would do a little bit differently, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, you know, sometimes you have to live with a color for a while or, um, you know, see that, oh, this, I can't even think of anything there. Oh, one of them was where I put a light switch. (laughs) Somehow there's a light switch behind, so in the light switch for the closet isn't in the closet, it's Mm -hmm. outside of the closet. And then it's when you open the closet door, it's behind that door. Oh. So yeah. I'm like, why did why how? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when when you're looking at two by four framing and you're picking you know, I think what happened is we thought the door was gonna open the other way and then when they put the door yeah. in it opened that way and there you have it. Exactly. I wonder if you could is this I wonder if you could put replace it with the kind of light that comes on when you open the door i don't know how that oh, magic think, happens but oh, i see that in no closets. actually yeah i think they're you're brilliant <laughs> Thank there's you. you can buy a um thing that you screw into the fixture and then screw the light bulb into that mm-hmm. and then um when there's and then that's the motion sensor right yeah oh i need to write this down <laughs> I okay. totally need to get that. Well, well good. I'm glad that I could help. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, you're welcome. But that is pretty amazing that you built a house from scratch and have that's the level of dissatisfaction you have in terms of your choices. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it makes me think about how, like, I consider myself sort of challenged by color. I don't, I get mm-hmm. overwhelmed really easily if I try to choose a color for anything. So, yeah. especially paint. So I like to um, rely on experts to help me with that. And like on our first floor, which is my area of the house where my offices are, I've ended up painting three rooms, no, two rooms and a hall, the same color. And, um, that's made me happy, <laughs> right? Because I like the color. Don't right. have to think about it. And it's a color from Restoration Hardware. Their paint is quite nice. They have like five colors only. Oh, so I know. That's I can, great. Yeah, exactly. It works out nicely. Just pick which of these pretty colors I want. Or ask somebody to pick for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's such a great thing. And 
I think this is something where I'm getting better at asking for help. And this is something that you've actually been pretty good at asking for help on is mm. like to help you narrow down choices, yeah. like asking for expert advice. Yeah, that, that works. That works well for me. I just know it keeps me happier. I get, I get overwhelmed by choice so easily. That's why I like to shop in thrift stores. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, if I walk into a department store, uh, uh, I can't. I if if my friend Geraldine isn't with me, I <laughs> can't shop. And she uh-huh. can go into a department store and pluck up thing, you know, pull things off the shelf, um, shelf uh, rack, you know, rack, right, really easily. But um, if I go to the resale shop, where all where all I have is what they happen to have in my size, then it's a uh-huh. lot easier. Yeah. Thank you. Right. So I love yeah. shopping at the resale shop because I just look in the stuff that's in my size. And it's a, it's a limited selection. And that makes me happy. Yeah, I totally get that. I love that, too. And, um, and I like how you never know what's going to be there. So, like, it, mm-hmm. so it feels like you have choice, but your choices are actually quite limited. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's a little, it's fun uh, to see what you're going to find. I went yeah. there a week or so ago and scored big. Uh, I think I bought six items, which is wow. a lot. And yeah. I spent $40. And oh, my goodness. I am through shopping. I mean, wow. I don't have to shop anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. So for, for the season. So, yay. So, so where else do you use your choice limitations well while we've been talking about this i was thinking and remembering that you and i totally embraced this when we uh put together this podcast and i know we've talked about it and we had a whole episode about how we put together the podcast but limiting our choices is what made it allowed us to do it uh quickly and frustration free Oh, so true. It made such a huge difference. I can't, when I think about how we chose the jingle, or not the jingle, what do they call it? The music. Jingle. Yeah. Jingle's not the right <laughs> word. Um, we should have a jingle. No, but I was going to say, now I want a jingle. If anyone <laughs> right. wants to write us a jingle. <laughs> yeah, but there are so many... Um, there are so many different services where you can get the music. And then within right. each service, there are so many little bits of music that you can choose from that yeah. it was completely overwhelming and didn't, I, it, I don't even remember how we did it. We just picked one place, right? And then chose. Yeah, I think somehow you took it on at, to, you know, find some music and, and um, make sort of a preliminary um choice uh, on a few different pieces of music and so I don't know how you narrowed it down I don't I can't even believe I took that on that does not sound like me you must have been (laughs) you must have been doing something really big for me to say oh yeah I can do that (laughs) you were probably doing something techie I think I was building the website yeah right yeah because otherwise I'd be like ah that's too many choices so yeah I think what I did was just pick one service and then I basically listen to it enough where I had like four that I liked or you know, yeah. could live with and then presented them to you and then you picked one yeah and it, and it was pretty quick to choose from those and I did have a little bit of the um oh but maybe there's something better 
mm-hmm. and um, I listened to a few other things, and then uh, I was like, "What am I doing? This is perfectly fine. I like it." And right. then we got our music. We say, it's good enough, right? Yeah, and we we and I actually really enjoy it. I like humming oh, it. Oh, good. And we did the same thing with our logo, where our yeah. friend Sally. Um, I just asked her for help, and she came up with a few options, and you and I went right to it. We were both yeah. agreed. Yeah. Sally's the person who picks out my pink colors, too. <laughs> so she's very she's talented. She's a talent. She's yes. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in my life, if I can just make, cho- make decisions without having to see every option, everything gets done faster, and I have so much less uh, stress. Right. Yeah. And I, and I know that I've been trying to do this more with tech and I think you've been doing it with tech too, where, um, I will limit the amount of research I do. You know, when, when you're spending some money on technology, you want it to be able to do the things you want it to do and, and to be a a decent value. But, um, I don't obsess anymore on making sure I get the absolutely best one. I, pick you know what are the what are the couple of things that are really important to me mm-hmm. and then and then spend a limit my time on um, research you know I don't spend a, a days doing it <laughs> I try to give myself a limited research resource wait time for research or limit the number of resources. <laughs> That's Ooh, that was what I was trying one. to say. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, you can sort of create limits for yourself if there isn't a, an outside way to limit them. Right. And the, the, that's one reason I love Macs is that if it's time to buy a new computer compared to PCs, there are so many fewer options that you right. know, just decide which level I need. And that basically takes care of it, which... Yeah, I remember once trying to pick out a computer, help my husband try to pick out a PC, and we were on the phone. We were both in the house, but we were in our respective offices on the Dell website, and <laughs> for an hour, and then Ugh. we he, and then we got overwhelmed, and he didn't buy it, and he didn't buy it for like a year. <laughs> but um, so wow. the other thing that crossed my mind when you said that is apps. So with apps, you know, we're not spending a lot of money typically, but. You still, it feels like overwhelming number of choices if you decide, oh, I want a list-making app. Now, how do I, Yeah. how do you make all those choices? So what I do is I usually Google list-making app reviews or something. And yep. I mean, the first thing usually comes up is something like CNET or Wirecutter. And uh, then I um, look, at that, look at that article. It's usually the top 10. <laughs> and I choose from yep. that. And that's, yep. you know, when I got my new monitor this year, when my old one started smoking, I, I just went to Wirecutter <laughs> and, uh, and picked their top-rated monitor. Boom. And yeah. Was, and I love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love it when you can um, find a way to limit things and then make the good enough choice really being satisfied with good enough um do we have an episode on that 
<laughs> well, that's the like problem with having 73 episodes is <laughs> <Right>. that <laughs> we yeah. sort of forget a little bit. All right. But we did have one on satisfaction, I think. But anyway, right. Recognizing that good enough really is good enough and living yes. that good enough lifestyle is so beneficial when it comes to making decisions. That's for sure. And feeling comfortable right. with limiting your choices. Yeah, it's so true. And there's, um, I think we might have talked about in that episode, the idea of optimizers and satisficers. Oh, yeah. And um, how I think a lot of perfectionists also tend to be optimizers where they want to um, pick the optimal thing. They want the most out of the decision that they're making. You know, whatever thing they're choosing, they want to get the most mm-hmm. and um and that can be really stressful you know that's where you end up with so many choices and not knowing whether or not you're making the right one and um if you can get comfortable with being satisfied with a good enough choice then it it reduces the stress absolutely yeah it's the key to happiness yeah I'm totally with you on that. I, I <laughs> struggle with it a little bit, but I have gotten so much better. Yeah. Um, it's made a huge difference. And and one little thing I'll add in is that uh, I notice like things with the house that I built that I notice that are sort of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't really get into this on the tolerations episode, but this is part of it is you um, fix it or you learn to live with it and let Mm -hmm. it go and so you know every time i get bugged by something or i notice something i'm like yep that's right that's how it is it's fine right well the nice thing is you don't you don't live in the house i don't live in the house but even if i did live in the house Mm -hmm. um you know and the things like you know choices i've made for uh, you know important things to not so important things I feel like, well, you know what? It's good enough. It's fine. But I sometimes I have to have a little chat with myself to be like, let it go. They're, you're not going to mm-hmm. fix it now. Right. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So, Shannon, you know, I don't consider myself someone who struggles with perfectionism. And I embrace the limitation of choices so much. But I think that people who do have perfectionistic tendencies probably struggle even more uh, than a good enough people like me. Um, what do you that's think about so that? That's so true. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really, I think that's accurate. Um, because like we were just talking about with, I think a lot of perfectionists happen to be optimizers too with their decision making. And so it's super easy as a perfectionist to want to make the perfect decision. And so, you know, there are times, as you have shared with us, your husband is a um, perfectionist, a proud perfectionist. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) I just want to say that (laughs) he's very happy with that. And, um, and you just shared the story with how, like, he got overwhelmed with buying a computer and then didn't buy one for a year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's the perfect illustration of how perfectionism um, becomes an even bigger problem when you have too many choices. Yeah, right. That makes perfect sense. There it is. I lived it. 
And <laughs> you I did. Went, I never want to live that again. That particular hour was no fun at all. <laughs> May you never. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, that's the thing to keep in mind is that it, it this is another um, this is a similar situation to like what we've talked about before, where it feels really important to, um, you know, it feels feels like the right thing to do to optimize your choice and get the best possible um, thing for you. But it isn't always easy to do and you spend more time doing it than it really warrants. Right. Chasing perfection. Yep. Yeah. So anything else to say about too much choice? No, I just say limit your choices and give it a try. You'll love it. Well, yeah. I mean, I w- if you're like me, you'll love it. It is. I have to say it makes my life a lot easier, even though I sometimes have to make myself do it. Um, I now choose to do it as opposed to... Um, um, you know, feel like I have to, like, I need to do this because there's something wrong with me. It's like, it, this just makes it easier. And then to top it off with being um, satisfied with a good enough dis- decision, mm-hmm. then golden. Exactly. Then, then you're living the good life. Yeah, that's right. So we want to hear from you, our listeners. Do you have problem with too many choices? Um, how do you limit yourself? You can let us know by calling 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843, leave us a voicemail, or you can leave a comment on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com, and you can also uh, let us know on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Getting to Good Enough, and on Twitter at GTG Enough. For now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Yet another episode that makes me want to go and clean out my closet. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the intention of this one, but... I totally want to now. Yep. <laughs>